Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Another stab at charter change? Last of three parts. In the face of what is now called China's aggression against the Philippines, referring to the Chinese Coast Guard's encounters with its Philippine counterpart during the latter's resupply missions to the Marines on BRP Sierra Madre and Eungan Shoal, capped by the reported swarming of Chinese vessels over the shoal, the Marcos government has decided to conduct joint naval patrols with the U.S. Navy and invite a U.S. P-8A Poseidon reconnaissance plane to monitor its resupply operations. Some critics have criticized this but Philippine military spokesmen have vigorously defended it, saying it is a necessary and unavoidable move for as long as the country does not have the means to counter China's increasing aggressiveness. The country must turn to its strongest ally for protection, they pointed out. This has prompted Defense Secretary Gilberto Guibo Teodoro Jr. to say, in one TV interview, that nothing like this ever happened when the U.S. bases were in the Philippines, from 1947 to 1991, when China was not yet the world's most powerful economic power. It may be high time, he suggested, for the government to consider the possibility of welcoming back the U.S. bases. This would entail rewriting the Constitution and reversing the vast tide of public opinion that had supported the dismantling of the bases 32 years ago. If backed by some apparent consensus, current moves to amend or revise the Constitution could provide the opportunity to undertake the necessary consultations and rewrite the pertinent provision. This refers to Section 25 of Article 18 of the Constitution, which provides as follows. Sec. 25. After the expiration in 1991 of the agreement between the Republic of the Philippines and the United States of America concerning military bases, foreign military bases, troops or facilities shall not be allowed in the Philippines except under a treaty duly concurred in by the Senate and, when Congress so requires, ratified by a majority of the votes cast by the people in a national referendum held for that purpose, and recognized as a treaty by the other contracting state. This requires no interpretation. Unless covered by a treaty or ratified by the electorate, there can be no foreign bases in the Philippines. This is consistent with the constitutional provision that renounces war as an instrument of national policy and the other that declares the Philippines as a nuclear weapons free state. That notwithstanding, the prohibition in Section 28 of Article 18 has been openly and wantonly violated by the Enhanced Defense Cooperation Agreement, EDCA, signed between Philippine Defense Secretary Voltaire Gasman and U.S. Ambassador Philip Goldberg that provides operational military sites within Philippine military bases, for use by U.S. forces in a possible war with China over the issue of Taiwan. It is a clear violation of the Constitution. And the President could be impeached for it. But if Sec. 25 Article 18 were removed under a revised Constitution, then the Philippine government, with the Filipino people's support, would be free to offer the U.S. as many bases as they want. Subic Naval Base, which used to be the home port of the U.S. 7th Fleet, and Clark Air Base, which used to host the U.S. 13th Air Force, could be reactivated. And even Palawan could be added. How will this stand with the Filipino multitude who saw the Senate's rejection in 1991 of the treaty extending the term of the bases by another 10 years, and their final departure from Clark and Subic, as a turning point in our history and the final emergence of a sovereign state? Despite President Cory Aquino personally marching to the Senate to appeal for the Senator's votes, 12 Senators led by the late Senate President Jovito Salonga said no. These included Agapito Butzakino, Cory's brother-in-law, 
Juan Ponson Real, former defense minister, Joseph A. Hercito Estrada, future president, Teofisto Gingona Jr., future vice president, Sotero Laurel, Ernesto Maceda, Orlando Mercado, Aquilino Pimentel Jr., René Segasag, Wigberto Tanada, and Victor Ziga. Salonga and a few others have since died, will they now be turning in their graves? And what about the late President Ferdinand E. Marcos? It was under the elder Marcos, through the Ramos-Rusk Agreement of September 16, 1966, that the 99-year term of the Military Bases Agreement was reduced to the next 25 years ending in 1991. Under the senior Marcos, through the Romulo-Murphy Exchange of Notes of January 7, 1979, the two parties reaffirmed Philippine sovereignty over Clark Air Base and Subic Naval Base, and their extensions agreed that the bases were to be known as Philippine bases under the command of a Filipino base commander and with the Philippine flag to fly singly over it, and agreed to reduce the areas within the bases for use of the U.S. forces. Still under Marcos, the agreement came under comprehensive review in 1983, and for the first time, the U.S. agreed to pay rent for the otherwise rent-free base lands. It took us many years of hard work to terminate the agreement. The actual departure of the U.S. forces from Clark and Subic was accelerated by the eruption of Mount Pinatubo at the tri-boundary of Pampanga, Tarlac, and Zambales, the second biggest volcano eruption in the 20th century after the 1912 Novarupta eruption in Alaska. U.S. statements then said the closure of the bases was fully in accord with the shift in U.S. policy away from the bases and in favor of a new way of projecting power around the world. Given this, is there any chance the U.S. may not even want the bases back? A radical theory appears to have entered some private discussions, predicting a strategic global shift that would see China and the U.S. trade their places of power in the world. Under this theory, whether through war or diplomatic settlement, the U.S. would be forced to give up all its foreign bases, and the Philippines would find itself within China's sphere of influence. I do not take this at face value. But if the future looks anything like it, we may no longer need those foreign bases. This is something Secretary Teodoro and the rest of us should think about. A very happy Christmas to all. Fstadot at gmail.com